Welcome back, everyone. This is episode three of The Intelligent World. My name is Daniel Mejia, and I'm joined with some very special people. Welcome back. Today's discussion is on the pandemic and how social media has affected that pandemic. Is it good? Is it bad? A very serious topic, a very interesting topic. So let's start. We have Sandra Moreau today, Chad Gayton, and Marco Ramici, and we might have a few others join us later on in the show. But for the first time, once we rebranded to The Intelligent World, we have our very special co-host, uh, team member, and social media coordinator, Sandra Murrow. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Sandra Murrow. Um, I know all three of these guys because we went to high school together. I'm pretty sure they already mentioned that um, in earlier episodes. Um, a little bit about me. I've been dancing pretty much my whole life, and that's what I'm continuing um, for school. Um, I'm also a dance teacher at Three Studios, so if you have kids, go to Creation Station, Q2 School, and Storybook Dance. Look up Miss Sandra. I will be teaching there. Um, I love teaching kids. I love working with kids. They're just so creative, um, and they have their spunky moments where they're so fun. It's so amazing, and um, yeah, I just love working with kids so much. Um, but thank Sandra's you for having me, guys. Oh, yeah. Also, I'm the size of the Wow. We're only two minutes in and we have a room. <laughs> I know. I, could, I, I can't help it's, it. It's they okay. got to know. Guys, I'm 4'11". It's okay. I'm proud to be short. Uh, <laughs> so it's a good thing for me. At least. I think that's what makes her super approachable. Like kids are like, oh, my God, I'm almost as tall as her. Yeah. <laughs> I have like a few students who are almost as tall as me. Wow. And I find it really intimidating to, because they can look me dead in the eye and be like, no, I don't want to do lagging. that. And I'm, I'm like, I'm sorry. And I'm like, Yes, you have to do this because you're. I'm the teacher. You're my student. <laughs> well, that's not super fun. But we have you on the spot. Why don't you talk a little bit about uh, your involvement with the intelligent world and why you want to do it? Uh, maybe some history of of our show too. Of course. Yeah. So I started with the intelligent world with Daniel um, originally when we were at doing the radio show at Chapman. Um, I didn't go to Chapman, but Daniel did, and he invited me to a show. And the first show I ever did was actually with both Daniel and Marco, which was really fun to do. Um, and I remember Marco saying, you would be a good manager um, because I like to boss the boys around sometimes. <laughs> Yo, um, I, like, yeah, I, I call it as I see thing. it. We kind of need know, it sometimes. She rules us it, Yeah, you, exactly. Yeah, which, you know, it's not, it's not necessarily a bad thing. Um, and so... I think at the time we were maybe doing the show either every week or every other week. Um, it, but it was I remember every week. I was, it was around the world at that time. Okay, yeah, and it was, it was around the world, world, so it was a little bit different. But it was I joined in towards the end, so by the time like I had finished doing it, it wasn't a lot of episodes that had joined, and then we were off for the summer, so it wasn't like I could do much. And then once we joined back in the fall, Danny was like, "Hey, do you want to come back and do this show?" And um, we did, we kind of rebranded the show a little bit and um, I'd be more of the one to post on social media. I would record the boys. Um, I would kind of style edit um, how I wanted <laughs> the, you know, Instagram posts and everything. And I would try my best to be there every um, Wednesday night. I think it was that Hi. we did. Um, w3 yeah. time. Yeah, w3 guys. <laughs> um, and it was so much fun. I had a, a yeah. good time and, 
you know, I was like, these these guys are like really good friends and I, you know, I always have so much fun with them. So it wasn't a question of, did I want to be on board for Intelligent World? I was like, of course, I want to do as much as I can um, to support um, everyone in our group. And I thought it was a really fun thing to just join again because I had loved it so much. So I'm glad to be back and helping with the Intelligent World. Well, yeah, we're really That's glad awesome. to have you. Exactly, Thank Chad. You. It's awesome. And it is. Really we're really fun. glad that you're the uh, social media coordinator because I have no idea what I'm doing. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, and this guy's okay. in charge. I, I, I know. He's calling the shots. He doesn't know what he's doing. It's okay. Uh, that's why he has us, though. You know, like I to know. help him do stuff. Very true. Exactly. That's why it's a team of eight and not just me. But actually, exactly. talking about We're social just... media and being a coordinator of social media, let's jump right into our discussion, shall we? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, mm-hmm. inside this pandemic, Sorry, let's begin with this. Outside of the pandemic, there's a discussion or a debate, if you will, if uh, whether social media is positive or a negative. And there's some drawbacks mm-hmm. in that there, it you know, kind of produces this sort of envy that, um, you know, look at the lavish lifestyle that X person is having compared to mine, right? And that makes me feel a little bit mm-hmm. sad. There's a lot of psychological studies done with this too. But in this pandemic, there's almost been a little bit of a, of a shift here because we're kind of seeing that it's a, it's more of a connector now than maybe a, a negative. So why don't we talk about that? This is also our part one of a social media discussion. Later on, we'll talk about it in a more general sense. But again, inside of this pandemic, what do we think? So let's go ahead and start our discussion. Why don't we start with Marco? Go ahead. Hello, everyone. Marco here again. Um, yeah, this... Uh... This pandemic really, with what's going on, I think what it's shown for us is how grateful we are to be in the 20, we're in the 21st century, 20th century, I can't 21st. 21st, 21st, cool. Yeah, sorry if I don't know what century we're in. Honestly, it's it's a weird- We're in 20th confusing. century Fox. It's, it's a blur, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's um, but uh, you know, we're, I think we're, we should be very grateful for the technology that we have, because honestly, it's a- uh, we all had plans to do. We all had people to see. And then all, the, all that just got, boom, gone. Nope. Um, and that's what makes me really grateful for it. Because it's like I got family all over the world. Germany, Italy, Greece, uh, Brazil, all over the country. I got family in Florida, New Jersey, New York, you know, upper California. So seeing that we're in a pandemic where it's not safe to physically be with the people you love we having technology and having social media is what keeps us connected so personally you know i think it's it's we should be grateful and we should be taking advantage of it we should you know do whatever we can to increase and you know do better with what we have and that's what's great about it because look at us we're doing a zoom call we're we're, we're recording our podcast Mm -hmm. with a zoom and all that you know usually podcasts you sitting all together with a mic in front of you you know that's how it's usually done but you know if we want to start something you know we got to do with what we have and thank god for like what we have so uh, that's my personal take of it it's it's taking advantage of what we have of what's been given to us mm-hmm. i think actually bouncing off of that uh marco i i agree with you 100% on how I'm like, we're so maternally grateful for the amount of technology we have in today's society. Um, considering the the pandemic that we're in right now, if this pandemic were to happen about like 15, 20 years ago, yeah. I can't imagine what, what all of us would be doing. Maybe who would be hooked to our landline phones or <laughs> even like with schools, uh, everybody using Zoom yeah. right now. Um, 
and and staying live with with lectures and everything. So I can't imagine what we would be doing if we were living uh, 20 years ago. And so that's why I feel like we take technology so granted today. And we just kind of think of it as a second nature, to be honest. And uh, it's, it, it's, it's brought in so many, so many features and so many uh, connections to people nowadays. Think of it as for the people who, you know, back in, there's a time like a snow day, no school. Now with Zoom, it's like snow day, no school. Eh, we got Zoom now. If the, you know, So it's like it, this pandemic wasn't just only bad. You know, it was it, it, it brought to light, you know, what how it brought to light to a lot of things to where it's like maybe there is a way to continue learning and continue working when you're not able to go to school. Right. Yeah, I think Absolutely. really quick before we, we continue on back to chat and I think the change too, uh, I did want to quickly define social media because I think that that is a big starting point in, in a discussion. And I think so far we've already kind of defined it as the Internet which many other people having this discussion might not define it as that. But I think for the sake of this discussion, especially as two points have already been brought up, we're kind of defining it as anything that connects us to the internet. So that can be probably, you know, any social media, traditional social media, whether it be Facebook, Instagram, or what have you, uh, it could probably be, you know, just zoom ch chats, FaceTime, uh, even Netflix and all that stuff. So I think that's kind of what we're defining it, but go ahead and continue Chad and Sandra. I just want to, point out that that fact go ahead Chad. <laughs> okay um yeah so i mean i feel like i kind of already said what uh everything but uh yeah i just i i feel like like zoom and and uh uh facetime and all these video chat uh platforms are keeping us all together not only for school and 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 uh friends and family but also work too. A lot of people are working uh, remotely nowadays and they're taking advantage of Zoom and, and all the capabilities on that platform. So that kind of just blows my mind on how far we've, uh, we use technology nowadays. I'm just going off with like what the guys are saying. Like, it's just crazy how technology has advanced over the years. Like, I can't think of like a pandemic having happening like 10 years ago, let alone like 20 years ago, just because like, I don't know what we would do in that instance. So I will say that we are extremely grateful that we do have the technology we, we do today, especially in the country we, that we live in. Not, you know, there's other countries in the world that are ha having a way harder time in this pandemic than we are. So I will say that we're very fortunate for that. And it's, you know, it's a good thing that it's been able to connect us um, and, you know, connecting with friends, connecting with family, and just connecting with strangers on the internet, whether it be like Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, it's been um, a really good thing. But I also believe it's been also an addicting thing for us. You know, we now, you know, work kind of in the beginning was an option, you know, and at the same time, not an option, you know. Um, so you had kind of a, a day off for like three weeks at a time sometimes, and you would just be at home stuck on your phone or on your tv and it was just very addicting to get into that habit at the same time of just wanting to be on your phone and just be on social media and you can go through so many apps for social media you have youtube um and if you get sick of youtube go to instagram if you don't want to be on instagram go to snapchat there are so many options that you can do that were so addicting at the same time yeah definitely so i think we'll save i think we'll definitely talk about addiction a little bit later in the show but i want to actually go back uh, to the point of this, and, and if this sounds like it's a very repetitive conversation, 
hold on because we're going to touch on some other stuff later on. But um, I mean, really is, is yeah, th- these guys are right. It's um, you know, it, it's almost really become a, a necessity in the sense of, of connecting us with each other, connecting us with the rest of the world to make us aware of what's going on, to entertain us, to keep us connected with loved ones. All very, very true. What I'm, and, and, I, and I, I guess to answer my discussion, my point is that yes, in this pandemic, social media actually has been a very, very good thing. I think if we were talking about in a general discussion, my point is, Maybe not so much, but I think in the pandemic, it has actually served a tremendous purpose. Again, you know, as uh, we've kind of enclosed ourselves and having to quarantine and all these kind of things are very important to our health, uh, we're, we're missing that human connection. And that's, you know, just a plain fact. So when we're able to Zoom with each other, when we're able to connect with our grandparents or, you know, our sister or whoever it may be, that's really important. Even further, you know, telehealth and whether that be uh, for therapy or whether it be actual, you know, for medical reasons, that's very important, too, because we're not missing those opportunities to get the help we need or the help we, you know, deserve or whatever the case may be. What I am, I guess, a little cognizant of is is there are still some drawbacks in the sense of that anxiety of or envy, if you will, of, of always comparing yourself to other people still persists Mm -hmm. and especially in these last few months as uh there has been a very political air about a very heavy political air about it's almost made it a little worse in the sense of for people who are very cognizant of the health and who really want to to protect themselves and protect others or, or what have you um you know they're they're sacrificing themselves by staying indoors and and really being in in their soft quarantine, staying within their, you know, their nuclear dynamic. But then you see maybe other people who you follow and they're not doing that, or they're off on an adventure somewhere and you become jealous of that because obviously you want that too. And, and, and you you miss that. So that can definitely drive up maybe in a way worse than before. Um, that is yet to be seen again. I'm not quoting any statistics here. I'm just, uh, kind of being aware of that fact that may be something that we see in the near future. And that would probably be a really interesting study of if that kind of envy and anxiety has gone up at all because of this. But um, yeah, is there any other points that we want to hit on or something that I kind of touched on that you guys want to add on to? I like what you said about like envy and like, you know, like being self more self-conscious just because we're missing that human contact and all, and I, it's happened to me too. Like, you know, I've been, the hardest thing for me was working out, you know, it's, 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 I, people who work out at home, I don't understand how they do it for me. It's hard because I require not, not just human connection, but just like, I'm a, I'm a very social person. I need to be in the environment where there's other people. Mm-hmm. So like when I go to the gym, working out at the gym, I feel 10 times more motiv- motivated than working out at home. And what really motivates me to, I do this thing on my uh, Instagram is movie workout. And I basically, right now I call it Disney movie workout, where I basically watch a Disney movie while I work out. And it's just like, you know, I'm there for like, I'm watching the movie. It's like an hour and 40 minutes and all that. And I'm posting that on social media for everyone to see. And then some people reply, some people will get leave comments. And for me, it's like, I feel like that's the closest I'll ever get to like that human connection that I used to get at the gym where it's like, I'm motivated. There's people who see me working out. I see them working out something like that. 
So it's, it's, you know, there, it really gets to you when it's like, all you have is social media, but you don't really have that environment you're used to, you know, cause after, for a time, you know, I even get bored of social media. Like I get tired of my phone. Going off of what Marco was saying like about human connection. Um, I teach classes over Zoom right now. And as a teacher, like, I think it's so hard to try to get your students' attention through that, but it's also hard to capture that emotion that you're trying to, um, you're trying to put through the screen. So when I'm teaching, I definitely, you know, I can't be right here. I have to be all the way up here. That way the kids can engage with me. And, you know, I have to put on this big personality that way they can try to feel that connection over the screen. It's the same thing when like actors, you, you know, are acting in a movie, you want to feel that um, connection and their emotions over the screen. That's what teachers are having to do now, whether you're you know, a dance teacher or you're a fitness, you know, instructor, even if, you know, you're a school teacher as well, you're having to put so much more energy now into um, what you're teaching in order to put that connection into your students and in order to reach that connection. That way they can feel that, you know, excitement or that sadness that you're feeling. You really have to put in that motion. And it's, for me, I mean, it's kind of sad. Like, I do miss that human connection with my kids. I miss giving my kids high fives and giving them stickers and just seeing that big smile on their face. So for that to be taken away at first, I was just so devastated for them. And now, I mean, it's gotten a lot better. We're all accustomed to Zoom. And, you know, we do our virtual high fives and everything. We do as much, you know, as many things as we can do, you know, to get them engaged on, on screen and everything. And just make sure that you know although it's over zoom and we're being safe that their life is still in the normal in a sense you know yeah i feel like jumping off of that sandra um i kind of feel like uh one of the drawbacks with virtual learning especially with the zoom and 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 all these these online platforms is i feel like it's a struggle for um the students at a younger age like kindergarten or first grade or even preschool 100 yeah because in if you were in person, I feel like what you're learning in kindergarten and in first grade and everything, you're learning to be in a classroom and you're exactly. learning to to interact with other people and to, to behave pretty much. So like with with these online learning platforms, that kind of takes that aspect and kind of throws it out the window. Oh, and it, it almost yeah. like it's like, what do, what, what are your left? What do you left to do? Pretty much. So that's that's really all I have yeah. to say about that. At the same time, though, I think that they're sorry, I didn't mean to cut anyone off. But I think that there is maybe a little bit of a plus here because we're, and this is something that's, you know, can be debated as well, because there's the, the plus that you're teaching these kids uh, at a very formative age, how to be focused and how to pay attention and how to keep engaged uh, while the world's out of control. At the same time, though, you are now replacing social connection and, and, and learning how to socialize and how to mm-hmm. do proper behavior with how to behave and, and, you know, proper etiquette, but online. And there's a very big difference to that, especially in this formative age when, you know, they're actually, their brain is forming to socialize and stuff like that. So that's, that's interesting. And I think something else, and, and Marco, I hope that you can talk about a little about this, uh, not to single you up, but just, you know, just, I just want to hear your opinion is folks with uh, ADHD or something like that. That's, I mean that I just kind of feel for them at that point, at this point, yeah, yeah. because it's, 
how can you get a third grader who is dealing with this prospect of I have ADHD, right? And, and we, I think in the first episode we talked about, we don't like, or at least I don't as a, as a proponent of the behavioral school of psychology that uh, I don't like to put a label on it, but instead of, I have to learn how to kind of live with who I am and what I am dealing with. And then now have to sit in a chair and be put in this very uh, in non-engaging environment. How does that translate to, you know, better life success or, or I don't know, just even better mental health, I guess, for, for these young, younglings, young folk. When it comes to a person with, uh, like me like i have i have add but i feel like i have more i'm more adhd i am a hyperactive person and all and you know it's it was difficult in class to pay attention to stay focused to be in the moment it's 10 times more difficult even now as an adult i know i have ADD, adhd i know that you know what distracts me i still allow it to distract me 10 times more because one, I, this is, this is all you guys see up to here. That's it. But like, you know, I take my phone, I put it down here. I can play games and look up and down super easy. All right. I'll admit, I do that with some classes because, you know, it's just, this isn't enough for me. This is not the environment that I'm used to or that I want to even be in. And that's something going back to what you said about uh, kids at this age, you know, learning through a screen. I would say that that is like, this is the, this is going to affect them in the future for sure. Cause uh, you know, it's uh, I mean, I don't think as much, hopefully we get out of this pandemic soon, you know, I mean, with Biden in and, you know, things being taken seriously for once, you know, from what I, from what was been told and reported was that, you know, 80% of Americans won't get the uh, vaccine until like the end of 2021, maybe like midway through 2022. There's just a lot of things going on, you know? So and we're talking about 80%, 80, it takes a while. So, you know, my concern is that, you know, kids who have, uh, who have learning disabilities like I did, when they go from this environment to the actual in-person environment, it's just going to be a complete 180 on them. And they're just, it, it becomes very confusing and frustrating. You know, I like, it's been even frustrating for me as of days because it's, it's, I'm taking a geology class right now. It's three hours and 30 minutes. I cannot sit through three hours and 30 minutes of this on a screen. You know, I'll tell you right now on it. Like if I were to share my screen, uh, I have my Google, I have a Google slides open right now. I have another thing open. And sometimes I do that. I'll, I admit it. I do that because it's, it's, this is already hard enough. You know, I need my personal like entertainment. I need, you know, it's, there's a lot of factors that go into it. You know, and right now I'm going all over the place because there's so many things and different variables and factors that you're just like, there's that you need to take into consideration. But with online, it's like you, you this is all that you have. You got to do with what you've been given. So it's very difficult. It's not fun at all. You know, and I have a story real quick of back in sixth grade, a new kid came to school. He's been homeschooled ever since until the age of 12. And all he would do would get up instead of like raising his hand, he, he was never familiar with the in-class environment. All he did would get up and walk to the teacher if he had a question. Yeah. So he was uh, never, exactly. So, you know, there is that kind of like, you know, kids who are doing, taking Zoom classes online. Now they go into an actual classroom. They need to be, they need to be taught like classroom manners. You know, it, it becomes different. It's a whole new world. So. Definitely. Does anyone want to add anything or, or should we cut to our break now? I wonder if it's break time. 
I think it I think it should be. So after the break, we'll continue the discussion. Stick with us. We're the intelligent world. Thank you for coming back in. Um, I do have a very quick message before we get back in. Our one of our co-hosts, he was going to join us. I don't know if he'll still join us tonight. Daniel Kubek, who you have met if you've seen the first episode of The Intelligent World. Well, he just released his first album, and I just want to quit. Uh, you know, just give a, a quick shout out to him. Uh, if you have not listened to it, or if you're not familiar with it. it is under the name Arcane, A-R-C-A-N-E, Fever, F-V-R, all caps. So Arcane Fever, uh, hip-hop rap. I am so proud of my boy, so proud of my guy, uh, supporting him since day one. I know these guys are too. So that's a little quick shout out. And hopefully if we get permission from him, we'll play some of his music on this show. Uh, so just, just want to do that really quick. But all right, we're back in it. Let us continue our conversation on social media inside the pandemic. So, you guys, has it become a necessity? Has social media kind of become a necessity? And again, to define it once more, we've sort of defined it, social media, as anything that connects us to the internet or even synonymous with the internet itself. So, that's our definition for it for this conversation. Has it become a necessity, you guys? Who wants to um, There you go, Marco. <laughs> you get to start um, for, yeah 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 I, I, I mean i ended it last time so I was, maybe i started yeah it's uh i mean social media i would think social media is just a necessity however we have so many platforms that pretty much all function the same way and my question is like we i believe social media is necessary but are all these separate platforms that function similarly necessary as well for instance Facebook was like the number one social media platform until Instagram started coming in. And I think Instagram started coming in, I don't know, like 12 years old, maybe 11. I don't know exactly. Yeah, but like it was, I was right around like 2010, 2011, was, maybe. Around yeah. Time, yeah. And it's like, I recently I'm on Instagram and like, I found like a picture and like someone posted an image of like the original Instagram, like app lo- like logo of what it looked like. I was like, mm. Oh my God, I've like, it doesn't <laughs> look the same anymore. Mm-hmm. And, but like, you know, so Instagram is kind of like the new Facebook. And then, then Snapchat comes in and then there's Twitter and, you know, with Twitter, you, I, I don't use Twitter, so correct me if I'm wrong, but you can post a picture and, you know, a little, you know, little subscription or whatever you call it. Yeah. Right? Kind of like, like a little thread. Caption like pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. But you're limited to the amount of words you tweet, correct? Something like that. Yeah. Or maybe they changed it. I don't, I don't know. know. I use Twitter, but I don't <laughs> use it to tweet. So I don't know. I feel like Twitter is like falling it, starting to fall in with Facebook as like, okay, it's getting old. You know, I mean, it's very relevant today, you know, so may uh, historical events have happened because of somebody's Twitter account. Very true. Yeah. yeah. But like real quick, though, it's like now there's Instagram and Snapchat and now Instagram and Snapchat both have similar features of you. You can you can show your location of like when you post, you can message, you can send videos to each other. It's it's they're functioning the same way. It's just pretty much different logo. So it's like 
my big question is like we have all these platforms but like is it really necessary i feel like it's overwhelming yeah definitely i mean before we transition to our conversation on on you know is it repetitive and is it distracting i want to kind of hear from chad and sandra really quick about is it a necessity would you guys agree with that statement or or would you say it's more of a kind of a, a luxury and an option I feel like nowadays it's more of like an like a pick your poison sort of phrase because back in the day when all these social media platforms started coming out, there was a well defined um, uh, there was a well defined line between which one you signed up for, and they all had different purposes. Um, like for instance, like Facebook was like the, the one of the first like that like you can post anything to, and then like Instagram came in and it was like strictly just for pictures. And now nowadays, pretty much you can do anything with both of those social media platforms. So now I feel like we're pretty much given the option of which which social media we want to sign up for and it, like pretty much which brand we want to patronize, if that makes sense. I mean, I, I guess coming from a business standpoint, I would see it as a necessity um, to get your word out about your business right now um what we've seen in the last couple of years is that social media has really helped a lot of small businesses now grow into really big businesses and really get the word out um you know about the business so from a business standpoint i do see it definitely as a necessity from here and going forward into the future as well i don't see that stopping um again from a dis uh, a business standpoint but if we're t talking about a more personal standpoint, um, that's where it's, Chad's right. It's take your poison, essentially. And, um, you know, like, again, Marco said, a lot of these apps are very similar. I think what we're seeing, though, is like Facebook and Twitter um, and a lot of older apps are starting to fade out when, you know, more uh, Gen Z people, such as myself, like, I don't have a Facebook Um you know, versus, you know, someone who's a lot older than me, like my cousins who are in their 30s, they do have that Facebook account just because that's what they associate from when they were younger. It's something that they're used to. Um, and, you know, with as you get older, you're like, oh, I don't want to learn new things on my phone. It's too flashy. It's too fancy. I'd rather stick with what I know. Um, and I, I can see that happening for us as well of, you know, Instagram and Snapchat will you know, soon fade out, but we're going to want to stick on that platform because that's what we know best about it. Um, versus, you know, the newer generation of what comes is going to be like, no, we're going to stick to like, um, you know, whatever comes next. So, you know, it, we, we don't know what's going to happen with those apps um, in the end, but it's kind of like pick your poison in the end, you know, and, um, you just kind of have to roll with it with whatever happens when you do decide to pick the, that poison. Does yeah, definitely. You? Sorry, go ahead. Sorry, no, it's like, it's like when you mentioned like when we're older and we're like 50, there's going to be a new, there's going to be well, something better. Well, not when we're 50, but even like 10 years from now, like yeah. like if you've seen how long yeah. Facebook has lasted, like that's going to be Instagram. <laughs> Sorry about that. But like, you know, like, you know, 10 years from now, like Facebook could be like out already. Um, and then, you know, Instagram is like the new Facebook where we're still on it. And in 10 years from now, we're going to be 30 years old. Right. Um, mm -hmm. So like I can see that happening for us. Not even, not when we're 50, but even when we're 30. I feel like we've already kind of seen that happen right now with uh, the rise of TikTok 
and uh pretty much like that's almost like uh, well tiktok basically replaced vine though that's right, true but even, but even again, then i think there's been a a, a shift in sorry i didn't mean to cut you off but even like yeah, no take me for example it's like i don't have tiktok nor has it ever interested me so it's like it's these things where those of us who have wanted to oh i saw a dog if those of us who <laughs> <laughs> have wanted he, to he like opened my door and wanted to come in on my bed so here's so my dog cute. so cute for those of you guys watching on youtube you just saw sandra's dog if you were listening well now you know that sandra's dog can't do that <laughs> showed it. but um no i just think it's like ah anyway i'll make let chad finish and then i'll, I'll go to my point because i think chad was on a roll here yeah so basically what i was saying is that i feel like we've already seen um this happened in our lifetime right now with the rise of TikTok and how we've seen like this almost this new generation of um, of uh, kids and teens that are are signing up for this social media platform that wasn't around when we were their age and then just like seeing that 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 revolution in technology it's it's almost it's it's mind blowing to be honest and so like I feel like what Sandra was saying is that it could happen in the next few years it doesn't have to be like fifty to hundred years or or however long uh, we think it will happen, but it, again, it could happen. Could happen tomorrow, for all we know. <laughs> so, boom! Yeah. New platform, and then right? we're all just like, "What do we do now?" <laughs> yeah. No, so I actually agree to what everyone's saying, but I think I want to add in a little bit here. I think it has become a necessity, and again, we're defining it as pretty much synonymous with the internet. But really, what I'm trying to say is, and let me take let's take me myself for example. And these guys know that I'm not trying to be pretentious. So if I come off that way, I'm so sorry to our audience, but. I always kind of thought, yeah, I'm sorry. You know, I, I, I never really wanted a social media. I thought, nah, I don't need that. You know, that's whatever. So it's becoming more and more and more difficult for you to be off the grid. You have to be connected in order just to keep up with events in the world. Just watching the TV and watching the news is becoming less and less of a thing because of the instantaneous possibility of Twitter or Instagram or something like that, where you can go onto your geolocation or whatever it's called and see what's happening around you. You know, a few months ago when there were uh, like the different protests or the riots or whatever you want to call it or whatever was happening, you can see exactly what was going on around you at a moment's notice, where if you were on TV, you kind of had to wait until they went on the scene and started filming it. So I think it really has been a shift. And just to add to what Chad was saying, He's absolutely right. Things are changing. And while some people might not sign on to TikTok eventually or, or not immediately or something like that, the world is changing to where you need to be connected, whether that's a good thing or a bad thing. But we've kind of seen in this pandemic that it's almost better to be connected than not to be connected because you can be felt, you can feel more alone. Yeah, go ahead, Marco. Okay. So <laughs> no, I, I actually have a question. I have a question for everybody. It's uh. For examples of like how, you know, crucial social media is, you know, for example, I, I hate, I don't want to bring it up, but it happened. Everyone knows about it, but like, I learned about the right, you know, the, the domestic terrorist attack on the Capitol through uh, Instagram. I, I got a lot, like I went, I had my 8 AM to 1125 geology class, shut off the computer, picked up my phone, opened Instagram, boom, first thing I saw. Same thing happens with when a celebrity dies, you know, like I saw, I learned that Chadwick Boseman died when I saw Sandra's story on Instagram. So it's, I didn't even go downstairs. I saw it on my phone. I went downstairs and there it was on the news, you know? So it's like, yeah, not everything on social media is true, but you know, if you follow the correct 
an official like you know social media like instagram uh accounts you're going to get news that's being you're going to get news on your phone on a social media platform and that, that you'll see on the news on tv yourself and that you, you can carry this everywhere you go you can't carry your tv with you though yeah. i feel like yeah i feel like one of the pros about social media is that we we have access to all of that stuff right at our fingertips and pretty much like not only can we get the news uh right away but we can also like stay up to date with like the latest trends or whatever is was is happening in in society really and i feel like that's one of the benefits with social media nowadays is that it gives us that uh that capability of doing so yeah definitely um does anyone else want to add anything no. Okay. Sandra, can can you cradle your dog like a baby? <laughs> yeah. Yes. I, I. Oh my god. I do this every single day. Yeah. She's literally my little baby. Oh my god. Oh my god. That's so oh. People who are off. listening to us and can't see us, uh, Sandra's dog is the cutest thing right now. And <laughs> I don't, is he, he wearing a sweater? Down. No, is he's he not. That, that's a fur. Okay. Coat. I thought it was a yes. no. First time. Um, I thought no, it was a he, dog he, sweater or something. He's, no, he's a little bit cranky right now. He really wants to lie down. Um, so nice. I'm putting him down. Well, he made his little guest appearance, and that's what came exactly. Thing. We have a little guest star on exactly. the intelligent world right now. <laughs> his name is Bubba, like Bubba Gump. Oh, um, oh that's so cute. Appearance. There you go. And it will not be his last, hopefully. <laughs> when i was a kid i read bubba gump as booba gump with my brother <laughs> well there you go you just learned something new about marco there you go. There go. what a way to end the show i know right well yeah let's start let's start wrapping kind of this stuff up so we talked about a few things we talked about you know what it is you know how important has it been in our society is it necessary and is it repetitive slash distracting and we kind of talked about a few different things. We had a few different answers. Yes, we do think that uh, social media has kind of evolved or we have evolved with it where it is a necessity. Is it distracting? It can be, but it can also be a tool to allow us to learn instantaneously. You know, does it keep us connected? Absolutely. And does it keep us entertained? Of course. So as we kind of start wrapping up the show, and I guess this is part one, part two will be some other the negative. The or, or maybe um, there'll be multiple parts of this discussion of, of social media, but what should we give a verdict tonight as we're recording this, or should we keep it open-ended is my question to you guys. What are your just kind of thoughts on social media after this amount of time we've spoken on it? I guess to like not really give it like a particular answer, but to also leave it open-endedly, just like all things, social media has its good and its bad things. You're always you can always fight for either side, but when it comes down to it, it's gonna both have both positive aspects and negative aspects as well. Yeah, Chad and Marco. Yeah, so. yeah you take it. I'll, I'll take it away. I'll take it away. I guess. Um, yeah, just I agree with you, Sandra. Like, I feel like there are many pros and cons with social media. And I feel like depending on who you ask, there'll be either more cons or more mm -hmm. pros. Um, but I do, I do believe that social media does have uh, many pros that do help us in today's society. I feel like the pros outweigh the cons, in my opinion. 
I definitely agree with you on that. That's for sure. I would have to say that it's a uh, social media has been with us for years now. Okay. So we know what it is. We know the good, we know the bad, we know the ugly part about it. So, but what I can honestly say is like, someone tells me that we would be a better world without social media. I would look at them and be like, then you are not meant like you're not using it. Right. If you, if someone tells me that social media is a bad thing and that it should never exist in the first place, be like, well then are like, <laughs> we, we wouldn't have what we have right now, you know? So it's, it plays a huge factor into it, you know, and history could have been changed. I mean, like the guy who made social media, he could have made money off of it. He could have been, it could have become a system where it's like, you got to pay to use it. He made it free, you know? So it's, 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 it, it things happen for a reason and, you know, it helped evolve society and, you know, different uh, platforms of like, tele, like even, CNN has a, has a Instagram account, Facebook, you know, they use these social media pro- platforms because they know that the news will not reach everyone on TV only. They, the, the news will reach them through the social media platform. So it's a very good tool. It's just there. there's people out there who completely are against it or misuse it for the wrong reasons. So, I mean, that's my personal take on it. It's necessary. It is 100% good for those who, you know, use it for the right purpose. There you go. Some open-ended ones and some very definitive answers. But that is part one of our discussion on social media, specifically in the pandemic. Uh, thank you very much for tuning in and whether you're listening on a podcast or watching on youtube and and just to kind of sum up on my end my answer is we'll see we'll continue discussion Ooh. we'll continue discussion Ooh. and it will be said what a clip <laughs> we will decide together Purple. as the intelligent world if it is a good thing or a bad thing thank you so much for listening and before we head out i just want to say Please subscribe if you're watching on YouTube. And if you're listening on uh, wherever you listen to a podcast, please make sure to subscribe to us to download those episodes. We will start beginning to do some advertising, marketing soon. We have cute dogs. We have cute dogs. And we would really just love if you can can support us uh, any way you can. So thank you so much for your help. And on to the next video. Episode four will drop hopefully in a week. We're actually recording on Monday the 25th. And this is a very special episode, something that has been in the talks since we were kind of gestating, should we do this? And um, it's actually our first crossover episode. It is with Stars and Strikes, The Road to Guitar 2022 with my buddy Ryan Deeb and his friend. Um, it is going to be purely a soccer talk. And how does this relate to the intelligent world? Well, it's part of a society. And more importantly, since their podcast deals uh, specifically with the U.S. men's national team. How is soccer influencing or how is soccer in the United States? So we'll be talking about that on Monday. That episode will drop soon. Thank you very much for listening to The Intelligent World. Subscribe. Continue to listen to us. Any kind of closing thoughts from you guys? Any signing Hit that like button. Hit that like button. I always like signing. Hit that subscribe for more content. Links in the description. (laughs) That's it. All right. Everyone sign off. Follow us on Instagram. Definitely. Sandra, why don't you you start signing us off? Signing you guys what? No, just sign off. Just let me like Sandra. Sign off. Say bye. I'm, I'm done. Yeah. Bye guys. See you later. <laughs> it's been real. It's been fun. It's been real fun. Love it. Marco. Ciao. Thank you for listening to the Intelligent World. This is Daniel signing off.
This week, we use Grow With Kaleidoscope Eyes by Packager for our intro and outro song, taken responsibly and with permission from the freemusicarchive.org. And for our mid-show songs, we used Lines by The First Class, also taken responsibly and with permission from the freemusicarchive.org. Thank you for listening to The Intelligent World.